Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 81, Tom's Change Story, from major recurring depression to moods that fix themselves. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I'm talking with Tom about all kinds of things, but mostly around his experience of depression. So Tom and I met uh, over the summer for the first time, and he had been around this understanding for a little bit already. And as you'll hear him explain throughout his life, he had some occurrences of depression and he had one shortly before we met, but how things kind of went for him coming out of this one are, are really notable. And I think just there's so much, so much to see in what he shares and what he saw about things. You're going to love in this episode, how he talks about what he taught his doctor when she put him, when she, she finally labeled him, um, changed his label from major recurring depression to in full remission of major recurring depression. I love how Tom talks about how he has feelings of depression every day for moments. And so do I, so does everyone, right? But he's, he's seen something about how thought moves, how feelings and moods and all of that have this self-correcting mechanism built within them. And you can really hear it in how he shares that it, he's, he's seen that in a super deep way. And listen for the advice that he gives. So he speaks to those of you who have maybe been around this for a while and are thinking everyone else is getting it and why am I, where's my insight and all of that good stuff. He he just says something that's so incredibly simple and and I think is spot on and super helpful. So enjoy this conversation with Tom. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for joining me on Changeable. Hey, Amy, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk with you. So, um, yeah, I would love to hear. I was, as we were saying before we hit record here, um, you and I met in July at the the Mid-Year Reset event. Um, and I know that that at that event, I remember meeting you. I remember you, this is just my memory of it, you being so like, like soaking it all in. Like you were, <laughs> you had these big eyes the whole time and you had like a smile on your face. See, here's the, here's the speaker thing. When you're speaking, you always look for the person who's smiling and nodding. <laughs> so I know that you were that person for me. So I just remember that you were like all into it and, and you seemed like you were seeing so much. And I know that's continued. Um, and then once I got to know you a little bit more, you had mentioned that you'd gone through some harder times and, and that this understanding mm-hmm. really helped you. So maybe we can start there with just kind of how things were, um, I hate to start with negatives, but how things were kind of, <laughs> you know, when you were struggling and then what's changed for you? Well, that's great. And uh, it just makes the story so much sweeter. So I first came across you and your work just about a year ago, and it was just one of those random miracle of the internet things where somehow I got connected to you. And I, like probably a, a lot of your listeners, have often looked for things in the world of spirituality or psychology, you know, just, just to be, whether it's to be successful or to be happier or whatever. And so I've spent a lot of my lifetime searching and looking and learning and 
always feeling like I, I, I've come up short. There's something wrong, you know, something wrong with me or something wrong with the world. And so I just kept looking and I came across you. And I really felt it was so interesting when I heard you speak. I was actually, after a few minutes, there was this voice that said, oh, I've heard this before. This is not new. But then something hit me in, in what you were saying, and I can't even put my finger on it. It's like, wait a minute. She's really saying something different. So I just kept coming back and, and listening to you and um, also got introduced to some of the, the other people in this world, some of the, uh, the other teachers. But after about a month or so, my, my life sort of felt like it went into a tailspin. Um, I have some new uh, medical things going on that really, you know, my thinking about it really, really scared me. And I also had some financial difficulties that were sort of compounding, you know, over the months. So I found myself going to this really, really deep depression. And I've been prone to this in my life. You know, and it would last anywhere from a couple of months to maybe even sometimes a couple of years. But this was different. I was really in this downward spiral at the same time. I'm learning about this understanding and feeling like I'm getting something. My life really felt like it was going down. And, um, but you know, I just, I just really stuck with it. And so a couple of days before we met, just co- co- incidentally. I don't know what happened, but I just kind of snapped out of it. You know, I'd been in this, this really deep, deep despair for three months. And then I snapped out of it. And I can't even put my finger on what happened. If, if you had asked me at the time, I would have just said, well, you know, I had a couple of really good days. And then I went to this workshop with you and your colleagues. And then I just felt like I was really flying high. And I was just feeling better. But the story gets interesting after that because after that experience with you in the workshop, my life on the outside and even on the inside kind of went back to normal. You know, my thought patterns were normal. My life was normal. But I was feeling better and I didn't understand why. And the only thing that I could point to is something that you often say is that your thoughts pass no matter how good or how bad they are, they all pass. And so that's what I was noticing. I was noticing I was getting worried, for example, but then it would stop. And then two minutes later, I was getting worried again, but then it would stop. You know what I'm saying? Like I was catching on to, yeah. to something that was different. Wow. I love just, the, just that you snap out of it. Now we use that language and we all know what that means, you know, but I think that that's really another version of what you're saying about things passing, you know, just the fact that humans fall into these big depressions, like you felt horrible. And then, and then, you know, the way it looks now, the way you remember it and can talk about it is, I don't know, something happened and I snapped out of it. (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think that alone, you know, is just so fascinating. It's one of those things we say and we don't really give it much thought. Mm-hmm. But what does that say about our mental health? And you know what I mean? If we can mm-hmm. snap out of it and we do. So I, I love that. Yeah. And there was something also, I, I think this points to like this thing that you and some of the other teachers talk about our internal wisdom, the contrast between how I felt within 24 hours was so 
strong and so big that there was something in me that was like, yeah, this is what I want. And just kind of knowing that it kind of, I think it, it kind of just naturally reoriented me to, to feeling this way. And then what was really funny, really interesting. This went on for a couple of months where, where I was feeling better. I was feeling kind of back to normal, feeling better. Didn't really understand what was going on. And then in September, it just hit me. It was like, whoa, wait a minute. There is no way that my health issues, that my financial issues could have caused my depression. I just saw that so clearly. And the reason I saw that was they hadn't gotten any better. You know, my, my health was stable, but it, but it was still, I had these diagnoses that were troubling me. You know, my financial position, actually my, my bank account was lower, but I was feeling better. And then when I realized that, that's when the light really went off, off and I felt absolutely transformed when I felt there's no way, there's wow. no way yeah. this could have been causing my depression. Oh my gosh. It, it's huge. And it's, it's like so many things we can hear, we, we understand that on some level, right? That these things can't make you depressed. Like you've, you've known that mm-hmm. forever in some right. way. And yet I love how you're saying that. It's like, you, you can just feel it. It's like, no, it really clicked into place for you. Like you saw it, what you had known intellectually all along and, and definitely had been hearing from me and from the other teachers mm-hmm. you'd been following, you know, you'd been hearing it like crazy, but it just landed then. And that's, it's such a difference when something lands like that. Totally, totally. And then what happened was was just spontaneously with my friends and different people, I started sharing what was happening with me and it was so easy and natural. And what was really nice for me was to see kind of, um, and I was just sharing my story. I wasn't talking about principles or paradigms or anything. Yeah. I was just sharing what was going on with me because I was so excited about it and I, and I wanted to share with people just what was happening. And I started noticing with them, like, in fact, several people told me, like, after the fact that that what I had said had helped them. And I was really gratified by that. And then um, something I shared with you, um, you know, part of the story was back when I was um, feeling really depressed, I had gone in to see my, my primary care health provider. This was even before, like, our workshop. And I had felt so bad that, that I, for the first time in my life, I asked for medication. And I tried it for a couple of weeks and I actually felt worse. And I decided, you know, with, with her support to stop taking the medication. Um, and then six months later, you know, I'm feeling great. I'm back in to see my, my health provider for just a, a routine checkup. She doesn't know any of this. You know, what it, she, the last time she saw me, I was in the middle of a major depression. So she comes into the office and the first question she asked me is, she said, how's your mood? And I said to her, my mood's great. And I was surprised by how strong <laughs> that came out. You know, it's just, just somehow her asking the question, am I getting to say my, what my mood is? It actually made me feel even better. So yeah. my mood's great. And she was like, wow, well, what's going on? And I said, you know, I just realized that my mood regulates itself. And I don't know where that came from because that just sums it up in like five words, the yeah. whole thing in five words. And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And then we moved on to just other things like blood tests and other follow-ups. But there was a little piece of me that felt like, oh gosh, I really wish 
when I communicated that, that to her, that she really, uh, you know, grasped what yeah. was going on. And, you know, Amy, this points to the fact that, as you know, like we can't control what, what lands with people. You know, we, we want people to benefit from what we know because it's so awesome, but you know, we, we can't control that. So I had to let go of that. Um, so we went on and on with our visit and at the very end, as she was leaving, she just said, Tom, you know, she said, I'm really glad you're doing better. And I realized almost like I had another crack at it. And what occurred to me to say was, I was like, yeah, you know, I always believe that in order for me not to feel depressed, that I had to stop having negative thoughts, you know, worrying thoughts. I really believe that those had to pretty much go away for me to feel happy. And I said, what I realized was they just go away on their own. And it's kind of like if you're hungry and there's food around that you like, you don't freak out about being hungry. But the good thing about like my psychology is I don't even need food to feel better. I just feel better naturally. And it was like this light went off in the office and in her. And she just said to me, she said, wow, what a great way to start my day. <laughs> and that was the end of it. It just felt, it felt so good. And, and, and when we were done, I went in to get some routine blood tests and I just had to laugh because I was looking at this printout from our visit. And it said, you are seen for this and this and this. And one of the things that said I was seen for was I had been diagnosed with major recurrent depression. And then after that statement, it said that I was now in full remission. <laughs> it, just, it just made me <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah. I guess well, your, mood, your moods do fix themselves, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously she, one. she got what was going on because she pronounced me cured. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so was that, I mean, it's, you know, in some ways it's so weird to try to explain it and put words to it because I know things just shift for us and, and then we try to talk about it after the fact, which is what we're doing here. But right. like, do you remember having some kind of like how you had, it sounds like kind of a big insight, like, wow, my health and finances didn't create depression. Do you remember having some things like that around how your moods fix themselves and how your thinking changes? Or is that, does that feel more like something that you just kind of gradually came to see as you were just around this conversation or? Yeah, I, I feel like it, it was, it was a more, the, the waking up to the way that it has been working all along was kind of gradual, but then there was an actual really clear insight. As to that, that kind of wait a minute moment, but over, over time it was there. There were there were hints, and I guess one of the things I want to say is because I know you know a lot of people who have been um, introduced to this 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 realm this paradigm um, have an experience of like oh like what's wrong with me like I'm not getting it you know I'm hearing all this stuff and and other people are getting it you know that whole that whole thing that I'm sure you come across all the time. Yeah. I just want to say to people, like, there's, there's hope. As long as you, I feel, like, as long as you get just a little taste of the fact that your thinking is creating your experience, as long as you get a little taste of, you know, you feel bad, then you feel better. You've got it. You've got yeah. it. And how, how it unfolds is totally, I mean, people say this, but, but I'm, like, living proof. How it unfolds is totally out, out of your control, you know, just kind of be grateful for the little bit that you see and, you know, it, it'll work however it works. Like you can't control it. 
I love that. And it works it works however it kind of wants to work and needs to work, I think, for us, you know, yeah. and it's so natural for our mind to come in and say, here's how this should go. I should get really happy. And then my health and finances should like massively increase, you know, like we have all these theories, mm-hmm. of course, of how mm-hmm. we think it needs to look. And when, when we're doing that, you know, we're just, again, we have it all linked together. Like it all, yeah. it looks like, oh, life will be really great when these things happen. But I love what you're saying because it really points to the fact that it's not about any condition, any circumstance, inner or outer circumstance. It's not about any of that. Like you, and like you said, when you, you snapped out of your depression, you were feeling great, but then still notice the content of your mind and all of that going to the familiar places, but it was such a different experience. Yeah. You know, you know, it's interesting. Like, I mean, I can't really quantify this, but I don't really feel like, like, you know, if I were to kind of like generalize, like my outer life is no different, very not very different than it was a year ago. But my inner life isn't that different either. Like I still have like a thousand or more negative and worrying thoughts every day. Like I, I think it's quieted down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But but the fact that that I can just count on whenever I feel bad, and like I said, this happens you know hundreds of times a day for brief moments. Whenever I feel bad and I remember what's going on and that it's temporary and that it's going to go away and I'm going to go back to feeling good, that alone feels like it makes me feel better. I start feeling better in the moment. Yeah. You know, and so that's what's so, so and that's just how it works. You know, I feel bad. I remember it's, it's just my thoughts. I'm going to feel better. I start feeling better. And it's, I know with 100% certainty, when I feel bad, I know I'm going to feel better. Yeah. So simple. It doesn't seem like that should do it. <laughs> but, you know, and, I, and I, I really appreciate what you said about, you know, for people struggling, thinking they're not getting it, that if, if we can just see, like you said, and I forget exactly how you said it, but it was mm-hmm. so simple and, and little in a way. Like if you can just see that we, we're thinking this way and feeling that way. And then that shifts, right? Is that kind of the gist of what yeah. you said? Like just see that it moves yeah. by itself. Yeah. So big because then, because then it's like, we're just, we're just in this moment to moment unfolding of stuff. And how, how seriously are we really going to take it? And how much are we really going to worry about it? When, like you said, we know it's going to change when it's, it's just constantly in motion. Like why, I was just talking with someone right before we, we came on here to record this, um, a colleague that I had done some coach training with back in like a long, long time ago. And we were trained, you know, in a method that's all about kind of analyzing your thoughts and all yeah. of that. And she was saying how she just could never get on board with it fully because because it would just be a complete full-time job. And she, her mind was too good at justifying things and <laughs> tricking her out of it. And, and I think a lot of people have that experience, you know? And, it, and we just had a moment on the phone so similar to what you just said, where it's like, you know, if thought is always changing, no exceptions, why in the world would we try to pen one down so that we could change it? <laughs> you know, it's like, it just makes no sense, but it, but it does when, when it looks the way that it looks to us, you know, it makes no sense yeah. when you kind of see how it works. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the image comes to mind. I think other people have used this too. But, but the, the idea of the, the, the snow globe, you yeah. know, you shake up the snow globe. And, you know, if you want all the snow to go to the ground, you know, if that's what you want, to see it all go to the ground, there's nothing you can do. You, you have to just let it settle. Anything you do to try to, like if you try to shake the snow globe, shake all the snow to the ground, it's never going to end. And you just have to, to leave it alone. And that's just something that, you know, and, and that's actually something that I've heard over the years. I was like, I don't know how to leave it alone. I don't know how to leave it alone. And I, and I never really think I learned how to leave it alone, but it just sort of happened on its kind of happened on its own. Yeah. You know? And and that's a really big point too, you know, when we're because I said that forever too and, and I hear it all the time, you know, I don't well, I don't know how. Well, how do you do that? You know, like what do you mean? What does that look like? How do I do mm-hmm. it? And and I, so I love that. Like, you know, you never you still don't know how, neither do I. Mm-hmm. No. But it, it isn't about a how. It's like we just, I, I think we, we just more deeply came to see that it happens that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so how becomes an irrelevant question. Doesn't even make sense because right. it just happens. It does it by itself. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you think of depression or, or especially as it pertains to you personally now, like, do you, um, do you fear another episode? Do you, do you feel like you couldn't get depressed again? Like you could, but it might be different or I don't know. How does that look now? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, well, I know that, that I can get depressed because it's happened in the past. It happens for moments every day. Um, but I'm not afraid of, of, at least right now, I'm not afraid of, of, of thinking of myself as a, as a depressed person because I just, I just see it differently. So I feel like, well, I guess one of the things maybe I'll, I will say, back, going back to the very beginning with, with the searching and the spiritual searching, the psychological searching, one of the things that happened this fall when I was going through this, like I'm convinced now that this is the answer that I've been looking for all my life. And I feel really grateful that I found it. So I feel like I can be prone to any thought or feeling, but I feel like if it's troubling me, I know the answer, which is it's going gonna, it's gonna to heal itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to yeah. take care of itself. And so I don't have to do anything. And that's, to me, that is the answer. Yes. Wow. I, it's so cool thinking of your former diagnosis, which you are now in full remission of, but mm-hmm. you know, like major recurring depression. And like you just said, I know I can feel depressed because I do every day for moments. And me too. Like who doesn't, yeah. you know? So it's like we all have, we, every human on earth could be diagnosed with major recurring depression. It's just that it's just kind of like, you know, we dip into it and then we come back out unless we think it's a thing and we get scared and we think it's us and, you know, and then it tends to go a little differently. Yes. So cool. So how, um, yeah, like how, how else has this understanding changed your life? I know you um, create art and you do other things. Like yeah. has it shown up notably in, in other areas of your life? Well, that's, that's a great question. You know, and, and someday the, you know, the whole thing with the art, might be an interesting discussion or workshop or a book because some of the things that I discovered when I became an artist um, 
you know, to show how, in a way, how natural this understanding is. Some of those things I was catching on to when, when I was becoming an artist. In fact, about a year ago, I was doing a workshop in creativity. This is before I even knew you or anything about this, this, this realm or understanding. And I was doing a workshop with some people and we were doing just these creative exercises. And one of the participants said, you know, I was doing this exercise and then I was feeling like I was comparing myself with the other people and I was judging myself. And I said to the person, I said to the person, well, yeah, but you know, that's just a thought. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's just a thought that it's not even your thought that was imposed on you by other people. So, so there's definitely a connection in in the, the creativity world. But I think my thing right now is I really want to, I want to help other people because I want other people to know what I know. And I also feel that, you know, people being in sort of more possession of their mental health and well-being is going to be what, one of the things that's going to help the world and help yeah. society. You know, if people are feeling good, if they're feeling in possession of their, their well-being, they're just going to do better in the world. And so I'm definitely sharing this in a very natural way with people, but I'm considering getting into the, the sharing and coaching world right now. And, you know, I'm doing that step by step. I don't know what that's going to look like. But I've just had, I think the, the main answer to your question is I've just noticed in conversations with people that I'm just noticing this light go off with people. Like I met someone just randomly on a hike with a group hike earlier this fall. And, and I was just sort of naturally sharing what was going on. And it's just like, I feel like it's helping people. Yeah. Partly because they're telling me, but partly because... I just feel it in the moment. That's so great. I, I think it's going to be, it, you know, it's, it's amazing that you want to share this, that you are sharing it already, you know, and I think you're so, mm-hmm. you're so right that it's like, it's behind everything. It's about, behind our ability to create what we want to create, to make choices that are good for the planet and society and everything, you know, it's just, it underlies all of that. And it's, it, it just reminds me, you know, like you were saying that um, how grateful you are, like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you know, this kind of your depression, like what you've been through kind of woke you up to this in a sense. And, yes. you know, and that's so, that's so cool that it's like, it just gives it a bigger, a bigger picture view, you know, like, wow, okay, this is, this came into my lap for a reason. And it's so mm-hmm. cool that you're just sort of sharing it naturally in ways that make sense. And it'll be so helpful for people. Yeah. And yeah. it does resonate, you know, and then, and then remember how you felt when you first heard me where like, you will hear other people be like, oh yeah, I know that already, but it doesn't, yes. that's not the end of the road, you know, it, like, like it first sounds familiar, but then it's still, it's still sinking in, you know, it yeah. still lands with people so often. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say, I know I, I told you this when we were together, I just so appreciate um, your support. Um, I, I often refer to you when I talk to you, I often refer to you as my mentor, even though we don't technically have that role, but that's, that's how I felt about your work and how generous you are and how much you give away, and just how you're always out there just sharing with people. And it's really, really touched my life. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, hey, I've been to hell and back. I've seen something I know can change the world. You can't stop me from talking about it <laughs> in various ways and you either. And it's so great. And I just, I know you're, you know, I would, I would, uh, 
have someone talk with you any day of the week because yeah. you've lived it and you see you see totally. so much. It's beautiful. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this conversation, Tom. It's this, this alone. This is a huge step in helping so many people. So oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was so delightful to um, to speak with you and all of us. Our journey. Just gonna. Yes. All right. Thank you. Okay, Amy. Hey, are you registered for the free webinar on freedom from anxiety and worry that's taking place tomorrow? It's Tuesday, February 18th, and you can register for that one at dramiejohnson.com slash webinars. It's all about seeing anxiety and worry in a really, really different way. And next week, I have yet another free webinar for you. This one's on insecurity and self-doubt. So if you think you lack confidence or if your so-called inner critic berates you way too much, please join me for this free one-hour interactive webinar. This one-hour insecurity and self-doubt webinar is Tuesday, February 25th, and you register at that same page, drammyjohnson.com slash webinars.